It will be a killer and a chiller and a thriller when I get the gorilla in Manila. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Cassius Marcellus Clay. He's young, he's handsome, they know it. I can time to drink a water and kill a dead tree. Don't mix it, Mohammed Ali. I've done something special. I've wrestled with an alligator. I've tossed it with a whale. Out of handcuffed lightning, throw thunder in jail. I'm as confident as I say, and I'm better than I say I am. I'm a poet, I'm a prophet, I'm the resurrector, I'm the savior of the boxing world. If it wasn't for me, the game would be dead. Who is better on Clyde Paddle than beating me? Who is better on Ernest Terrell beating me? I told you I was floating like a butterfly and staying like a bee. I'm gonna float like a butterfly and stay like a bee. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Inner City Wake Up Call. Today being January the 15th, 2016. I'm your host, Tyrod Delamine. This is your program, No Covers, coming to you live out of Wilmington, North Carolina, 365 days a year. First, want to get the announcements out this morning. We got the MLK weekend going. Uh, everybody go to the MLK Wakes. I get those events because I'm going to need all 14 minutes this morning. Uh, get those events off the MLK site. You can pull the dates. So I know the breakfast is Saturday, and then we have uh, host events, the Battle of the Bands, the Monthly Parade, the um, events going on. Then on Monday night, um, after the, well, the, of the weekend, Monday night, there is an event at the 1310 Dock Street. Um, that's Advanced Youth Outreach at 1310 Dock Street. It's called it a family event. Um, be doing some movies, hidden colors, some speeches, but he wants you to bring the family out. Go over there to 1310 Docks so you can see Vance Williams' new center. It's a social resource center for the youth. Uh, it's going to be something positive in the neighborhood. Go over there and visit and support Brother Vance Williams on this weekend. Um, now, I wanted, I called this tape the rebuttal. And so I want to be clear. Um, first of all, let me apologize to anyone that I offended with my first tape or writing of, I'm going to say, lazy black men. Um, I promised Mr. James Hankins that I was going to work on my language. So my use of the word um, was wrong because I promised Mr. Hankins I was going to work on my language. But I was trying to get in a point, I was trying to make an attention. I wanted us to read. What I did find out is that a lot of us do not read. So I want to apologize to anyone that I offended for my commentary last week. It wasn't a wake-up call. It was something I did extra outside of the inner city wake-up call, if you check the uh, videotapes. But it seems like the three or four minute or eight minute videotape got out without reading the 881-word posts 
that post took about three days to write, and it was 881 words measured correctly. I took my time in writing and knew exactly what I was saying and knew the audience I was trying to reach. And that was black men. We had a 16-year-old and a 14-year-old die in this city. And what I saw was a majority, not all, but a majority of black men sitting on their hands, sitting on the sideline, doing absolutely nothing but talking. Going back home to the same women, some their wives, some their girlfriends, going back home to their same mothers, and looking at their own children and not responding the way we should have responded in a city of black people making about 39,000, 36,000 black people, making about 12, 13% of the population. And we respond very weak. It sends a signal out to our young men that this is acceptable behavior. And my intent was only, only to rise the consciousness of those men who were sitting and not offend any of the men that were actually working. What surprised me, however, was the fact that most of the emails that I received about the video, about the 81 word posts from black men were very positive. It was black females who inboxed me or posted or sent comments that they were very disencouraged, very upset that I would post such a post. If I offended you as black women, if I offended you talking about your men, that I apologize for. However, I will not take it back. And the reason is because I've been doing this work some 27 years. You go find a sister named Zelta Elamine. And you go find her and ask her about our young son who rode in the back seat of a car with us some 20-something years ago when two black women were attacked in, in Newport News, Virginia, and nothing was done about it. And a black man rode in the car all night long as she drove and the son in the back seat, putting up flyers, going on a strike against Sutherland Corporation, which was 7-Eleven at the time because black men was not responding to what I saw as an onslaught on the black female. So this is nothing new, me going after corporations or going after black men. This is the same black male that this year, on January 2016, started a Touch Street campaign going out every day in the cold, trying to reach three males to give them a copy of 43 Days and also to talk about this book also, the first book on black males that many of the black males didn't get. So it was surprising to see the response from the videotape 
when if you go back and read the 881 word response, it was a response to Dr. Umar Johnson's commentary. And I stated at the beginning, I'm not trying to be an expert or trying to debate with Dr. Umar. I love Dr. Umar Johnson. Dr. Umar Johnson is the new Kwanzaa Kanjufu of the study of black males. Most of what I got in this book came from a lot of his research from Dr. Umar Johnson. As a student of psychology, I admire him, so it wasn't to debate him. It was, however, saying that the knowledge, if you had read, listened to the videotape first, the knowledge that was given in that two-minute segment taken out of a 34-minute tape was too dangerous to give to a population who was sitting at home on their hands playing Xbox, playing footsies, playing smoke weed, playing drinking. I know, been there. When there's a war all day long that needs to be addressed. When there's issues in the community that need to be addressed. We can sit in barbershops all day long and talk, but there's work is in the street and it requires us getting up off our lazy rear ends, Mr. Hankins. And he knows exactly what I'm talking about. He don't mind me saying lazy rear ends. It requires us as men getting up off our lazy rear ends and going out in the community. And this is a challenge to us. We can talk all day long about what the man, the system, Mr. Charlie is doing to us and how it's affecting us. We can cry all day long about we don't have a job. We can cry all day long about how the system is beating us down. We can cry all day long about slavery. We can call our system about the new Jim Crow. We can talk all day long. We know that Willie Lynch let them back and forth. But when it comes to us getting something tangible, some of this that's ours, something this that's do us, we have a problem coming together with one another to formulate a plan to beat our own enemy. And that's the enemy really within ourselves. Because I'm telling you here today, this man, this system, this government, this human being, whatever you want to call it, has no power over you over than the power that you give him. There is nothing, 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 I tell these young men every day. Nothing that you can't accomplish if you want it bad enough. The same black men I'm talking about have walked 16 miles for a woman. Late night when daddy gone. We'll find a way to get in the window if we got to. We got every game, every line there is to get that. But to go to a man on the job and convince him that I'm the best qualified person to get that job so I can go get that job and put some money in the house so she can come off the job and do what she needs to do in the home. Not necessarily that's where she needs to be, but if there's children they need caring for, taking care of, and we sending them off, letting somebody else educate them all day long when we can do it ourselves. But we'll go let her slave all day long and drive the cars all day long. I know exactly what I was saying. And sisters, I wasn't trying to offend you, man. I was really trying to help you. 
Because if we and men do our job, you can have all that education and the, and the money to yourself. And build a better community. You can keep the education. You can keep the money because it's our responsibility anyway once we get the money. The way I'm taught is yours is extra. We the first maintainer and providers of the family. And then everything you make becomes extra. It helps the situation. It helps us grow. That's time. That's, a, that's, that's news for another subject. But sisters, I apologize if I offended any of you. It was my, my intent. I love black men. I love black people. And I want to see us as a community grow. And sometimes it takes a switch. At work, I have a joke at work. I have a little switch that I carry. When people are in the line, I go, go, go to the tree. Mama gets, gets. Sometimes we need a switch. Sometimes we need a good kick in our rear end. Say it rear end, Mr. Hankins. Sometimes we need to just know somebody loves you enough. They're willing to tell you get up off your lazy rear end. And get out here and do for this community and build for this community. Who am I qualified to do that? Yes, I am. I'm sorry. I pay my price. I pay my due. I'm not going to ever let anybody tell me that. I'm not qualified again. One woman asked me one day, she said, what makes you qualified to talk about black men? Because I've been one for 52 years. Been through everything inside and out. Have, 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 I used that uh, uh, scenario of my man from uh, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, I swam through all of that and came out on the other side clean. Yes, I am qualified. Five of them, five black males, from the ages of 12 all the way to 27. Knock on wood, none of them been in jail. Knock on wood, none of them have children outside of wedlock. None of them children, none of them have sex addictive behaviors. They're all doing real well. They have promising careers. And, and it hadn't been in a traditional family setting. But they're there, and they're surviving, and they're moving. So I think that makes me well qualified to tell them, because I'm talking to mine too. Get up off your lazy rear and let's build a better Wilmington. Sisters, I love you, brothers. I love you, and you all know that. You all that sent me the inboxes know that I love you. But I just want to see us do better, and I want to see us build a better Wilmington, North Carolina, so they will spread throughout North Carolina and spread out America. This is your brother, No Covers. This has been my 15 minutes this morning. I took all of it, but thank you for bearing with me. I love you. Peace and blessings. Have a good day.